Good morning. Welcome to Purifying Truths with A Star. How's everybody doing this morning? I'm so grateful that you chose to tune in to Purifying Truths today. We have a treat for you. And that treat is Miss Christine Titi. Welcome, Christine. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here today. And I hope we'll have a wonderful time. Absolutely. Looking forward to just gleaning from you. For those of you that don't know, Christine TT is an entrepreneur, philanthropist, author, and mother. She's originally from Cameroon, which is yes, located in Central Africa. Yet yes. she's here with us today to share <laughs> with us many things about how she decided, came to the awakening and became aware of her purpose and decided to fulfill her destiny, which is a step that she's doing every day. And you too can do it. A little more about Christine. She is a business owner. She owns CT Home Health Care Services. Not only that, she is the founder and president of Oaks of Central Pennsylvania. And what Oaks is, is a nonprofit organization which helps promote, advocate, and empower African immigrants and refugees right in central Pennsylvania. Welcome once again, Christine. We understand that you are an author, a mother, a philanthropist, and an entrepreneur. So looking forward to just having you on the show. Thank you. So let's just go ahead and get started. Tell us a little mm -hmm. bit of more about your work and how you began. Oh, wow. It's a, it's a long story, but to keep it short and simple, I, I used to work with the state. You know, I was a HR analyst, too. Then I got promoted to an HR analyst, three, And it, it looked like I was... I was where I was supposed to be for a little bit, but then there came a point where I became unfulfilled. I felt like there was something missing, that there was something more in me than what I was portraying at that particular moment. So that's when I really started asking myself, is this all about me? Is this all the gifts that God has uh, given me? Are these all my talents? So just asking that question opened me up to start seeing what God was trying to show me all this while, which was that I've called you for more, I've deposited more in you, and it's time to move on. It's time to take that leap of faith and jump into these other assignments that I have for you. So that's how I took that bold step, got into business, got into the nonprofit, 
started writing a book. I mean, it didn't happen all overnight, of course, but mm -hmm. you know, that first step was the most important step to take, leaving behind what I thought was the life I was supposed to live to step into the life that God wanted me to live. Indeed. And many times we get comfortable, we get stagnant, right? We, we have enough finances to make what we need to make, to do what we need to do, and we get, you know, complacent. So what was your wake-up call that said, oh no, there is more for Christine? My, <laughs> my wake-up call was really finances too, because at a certain point, I realized that, okay, I was living paycheck to paycheck, <laughs> even mm -hmm. though... I was working with the state, PA state government, but I was living paycheck to paycheck. Mm -hmm. It wasn't as if um, I could afford certain things. I, you know, I was barely making it through. But the biggest um, dissatisfaction was with the with the work I was doing. I just wasn't fulfilled any longer. You know, I would go to work and I'll sit in front of my two laptops and I'll be processing applications each time solving issues with applications, with tests. And at a certain point, I was like, but every day I got to work, I was like, I'm not happy. I'm not fulfilled. Something is lacking. I said, mm -hmm. so God, you created me just to sit here processing applications every day. Mm -hmm. I'm like, there has to be more to oh. what you've deposited yeah I, I i was like there's more to me but i just didn't know how to get mm -hmm. about discovering what that more was you know and that's when you know god sent people my way that you know what mentors mentors are very important mentors that were like okay why don't you try this why don't you look into doing more with the talents mm -hmm. you have we see more in you than you see in yourself why don't you step uh, forward so just those encouragement and mentorship you know god just opened my eyes to understand that i needed to take that step forward and move into what he was calling me to be Oh, so grateful that he did. You know, I find out mm -hmm. even in my own situations that mm -hmm. it's so important to recognize who you are, where you are, and whose you are. When you put yes. that self-evaluation together, you realize that we live from season to season. It's that not just one season. And that I see true. how you have grown you know, money can't buy everything. Money no. doesn't fulfill you. There's not a dollar that's amount that true. makes it okay. That is true. That is there true. has to be more. Definitely. And I love it. I love the way that you just um, brought out the importance of mentors and surrounding oh, yourself yes. with people that are like-minded yes. and helpful. Because many of us find that we are stagnant because we're so busy with that crab mentality. Oh, me, 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 me. When it's really mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. That's yes. how we win. It's us. Yes. Oh, so excited. Now, when one is doing a self-evaluation, mm -hmm. how do they know their true purpose? What do you think is the, the answer? How do you know it's this and not that? Uh, first, I would say... It's not a, a straight course, you know. It's a it's a it's a question and answer type of thing because you don't just get up in the morning and say, "Oh, okay, that that's my purpose." You know, you have to walk with God on this journey because He would reveal it to you step by step, step by step. You know, there was a time when I thought my job 
was the purpose. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought, okay, I would just, you know, I'll do this job. I'll keep uh, getting promoted. You know, I'll be fulfilled. I'll be happy. But then at a certain point, I wasn't, you know. But that was a season. Like you mm-hmm. spoke about seasons. Yes. Sometimes we get stuck in seasons thinking that that's it. Whereas we're supposed to just grab the lessons, grab the skills, grab the experience, whatever in, we need at that season so we can move up to the next season. Right. And as we take that step each time along the way, that's when we discover, okay, this is, this is what I like. This is not what I you know. This is not what I like. This is what brings me joy. This is what brings me peace. And this is what doesn't. So once we, we, we come to that awareness, we now know how to make the decisions that will gear us more towards our purpose than, than something else. You know, like now I know, okay, I, I get fulfillment when I help uh, someone else, when I encourage someone else, when I I provide guidance, direction to someone who's trying to set a business or who's trying to figure out uh, education, how, you know, how to go about it. I find joy in doing that to others. So when an opportunity comes to help someone in that direction, I don't sit and question what am I going to gain from it? Oh, um, I'm too busy. No, I set everything aside to be able to come uh, and help somebody because I discovered that that's what's giving me joy. That's what's giving mm. me peace. And that's my purpose. That's so when amazing. you come to that point, yeah, when you come to that point that you realize that there are certain things in life that you do that bring you peace, that you can do those things even when you're not getting paid because you are just fulfilled then you know, okay, I'm at the right direction right now. So I have to set aside all the other things that are distracting me, all the other things that are trying to capture my attention and be focused on that part that God wants me to walk. And that is so true. You know, I know that as God guides us, we oftentimes think that, oh, I can't let go. I can't let go of this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I need mm-hmm. that. But when you make that mm-hmm. step of faith, mm-hmm. then he provides. He puts yes. those people in place. It's already yes. orchestrated. And I yes. love that your life is a testimony showing yes. that mm-hmm. it is done. And what he does for yes. you, he can do for me, she, he, mm-hmm. all of us. It's just yes. a matter of trusting and stepping out because position, titles, those are mm-hmm. things that man give. Man mm-hmm. can't mm-hmm. give you fulfillment. Mm-hmm. That's no. not something no. that another person yes. can give to you. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it's so important that each of us know our purpose and mm-hmm. work on fulfilling our destiny. What do yes. you think prevents us um, from changing our current situation that we know we're stagnant in mm-hmm. to actually fulfilling our destiny and doing that self-evaluation and doing, quote unquote, the work? Um, the first thing I would always say is fear. You know, fear really has a, a huge hold on us. You know, sometimes we we could say, oh, I'm not afraid. I'm bold. I'm, you know, I'm brave. But when it comes time to, ab- to, to drop off those things that we're used to, our comfort zone, and mm-hmm. stepping into the unknown, then we realize, oh, I'm not that brave, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, like I claim to be. You know, when you are, for example, holding on to a job that is unfulfilling, holding on to a relationship that is damaging your self-esteem, holding on to uh, 
behaviors or attitudes that really you shouldn't be doing because they are taking more from you than they're giving to you, it requires you to be bold and sometimes fear holds us back because we, we like, as human beings, we like being comfortable. We like being in our comfort zone where we're covered. But fear, but being bold requires that you step out of that. You become vulnerable. Then everybody knows, oh, this is you. You're not that bold. You, you know, you have your weak, weak points. You're not that courageous. But that's what really holds us back, that fear of people judging me. People, if I fail now, everybody's going to know. Everybody's mm -hmm. going to see my weak points. So I'll just stay where I am in this comfort zone, even though it's not fulfilling me. But I'll stay here because this is what I know and I'm covered. But that's the lie that the enemy is trying to, uh, to portray to us. That if you step out there and fail, it's going to be a huge deal. It's not going to be. Because God doesn't expect us all the time to be successful. Mm -hmm. You know, it said we are anointed for difficulties. He expects us that we would fail. But he reassures us that he's going to be with us to help us through that phase. So if, if whenever you're trying to step out of your comfort zone and you hear that voice of fear telling you, oh, you're going to fail. Oh, you're going to be vulnerable. Oh, you're going to be, remind that voice that, no, you have someone that is there. You have Jesus in your life. You have God that's helping you, that will give you the strength. That even when you fail, you know you're not going to be down there forever. You're going to stand mm -hmm. up. And once you conquer that fear, what is on the other side of fear is more beautiful than what fear was trying to convince you you had in the first place. Indeed, indeed. That is so beautiful and so true. You know, many times we we are vulnerable and we're afraid to be yes. transparent because of yes. what others think. But, yes. you know, I have been doing some soul searching of my own and I honestly believe that, that that's a sort of pride. You know, mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. are mm -hmm. trying to hold a mm -hmm. um, status um, mm -hmm. in other people's eyes and you're mm -hmm. lying to yourself. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. keeps us from fulfilling our destiny in so many areas of life. What advice would you give to those who are stagnant or on a downward spiral, um, living below their purpose? Hmm. I, would, I would say don't be afraid. Trust God. Open your heart out to him. Speak to him. You know, tell the father, this is where I am in life. I'm afraid. Admit that you're afraid. Admit that you don't have the boldness to step out. And let him walk through you so that you can you can gather that strength that you need to take the step that you have to take. Sometimes he's going to send people your way that are going to speak words to you, that are going to open the door for you to walk through. Mm -hmm. Open your eyes to see those opportunities and take that step. Listen, uh, look at um, COVID came. A lot of people lost their lives. A lot of things happened. A lot of stagnancy in the in, in lives of people, in the economy and everything. Ask yourself that question. Is this the life you lived before COVID? Is that the life you want to keep living? And if that answer is no, it means it's today is the time to take that step forward because you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. That's so so, true. so yeah. So now suddenly, when you do that, all the fears and all whatever what it was that was holding you back, 
it's now it doesn't have no value it doesn't have no weight mm -hmm. because you're looking at head to what you can become and what you can do by the grace of god absolutely and those doors open at the least expected time you know i find that when we're so afraid it's like mm -hmm. um if you're watching a, a scary movie per se and mm -hmm. you know the scary parts coming up so you kind of mm -hmm. cringe everything tightens and you close your eyes and so mm -hmm. i'm thinking in in the spirit realm in the real world, that's how we are when we're afraid. So we have to open our eyes to be able to see the opportunity that is right there waiting for us. Yes. I mean, most of those opportunities, they're just uh, a step away. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, they're just a doorway. Sometimes the door is there. It's open. But where you're standing, you don't know it's open. Indeed. Unless you go in and, you know... You knock at the door and you realize it's open. Mm -hmm. But sometimes we see the closed door and we feel like, no, it's closed. It's not open. I can't get through. But the door is just waiting to be open. You know, and there you are know, a lot of opportunities. Mm -hmm. Fear keeps mm -hmm. us from so many opportunities. Yes. yes. We don't realize many times that no is not the end. It's a comma yes. after it. You yes. know, it's not that, oh, I failed. We're not that important mm -hmm. that everybody's concerned mm -hmm. that we failed. We think that we are. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, humans fail. Yes. You have to fail yes. in order to learn lessons yes. so that yes. you can be successful. Mm -hmm. It's that mind frame that it seems as though many are lacking. How can we change that stinking thinking? Have you ever had any times where you felt that way? And what did you do to get over it? If so? Like, uh, I think sometimes when, when we are pursuing purpose, we feel that it has to be easy. Like you said, that we will not, we're not going to feel that every door we knock or every opportunity we pursue is going to be a yes, it's going to be open, but that's not what happens. When I started my business, I got so many no's, financial no's. <laughs> I had mm -hmm. I had to knock on several doors at the state to get the license that I needed. So many times I just break down and cried because the the steps were just so overwhelming. I didn't feel like I could I could go through with it. But then I had to keep reminding myself that this is what God has called me to do. Mm-hmm. And a closed door, a no doesn't mean that you should stop. Sometimes it's there or to prevent you from moving forward. So sometimes when that happens, what I would always suggest is that go back to God in prayers. Pray for him to open your eyes to see how to go about addressing that no. Mm -hmm. sometimes it could be a very simple solution i would i'll just give an example i was looking for a space for my business the first space i found i was persuaded it was it i i heavily signed the lease the municipality came and said nope it, it doesn't meet the requirements we can't give you um the certificate of compliance for that i had already signed the lease I was like, this is the end of it. What am I going to do? It was a five-year lease. Wow. How was I going to get out of it? What do I do? I prayed over it. And what did the Lord said? Move forward. 
I said, but how? Look for another space. I said, but I just have a lease here, five years. How can I go and start looking for another space? He said, no, look for another space. That lease will take care of itself. Mm. And so I did not sit there crying all day. Oh, I have a lease. No, I started looking for another space and I found the space. And that space met all the requirements. What happened to the lease? There was a clause on that lease that let me come out from it. <laughs> wow. But I, yes, yes. And it was the Lord that showed it to me that, okay. But he showed it to me after I had continued with what he, he said, go and look for another space. Had I sat down and be crying because I didn't get the space I thought I was going to get and I didn't have the courage to step forward and keep on with the purpose he had called me for, I would never have gotten where I, where I am right now. Oh, so wow. sometimes you have, yeah, we do have to be bold when we come uh, face to face with no's and, you know, go back to God in prayers. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. Yes. I mean, he knows all, you he know, I, we, we think that we can do, but he knows all. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. certainly mm -hmm. over and over again, we mm -hmm. see where he leads and guides us. And we just have to be obedient and trust him. Yes. Mm -hmm. So where does your inspiration come from? I mean, you're so positive. Every day you're striving to be better than the day before. You know, what keeps you going? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's a good one. I you know, I have moments of doubt. I have moments where I, I question, you know, a lot of things that are going on, like, for example, when the COVID came in and I had to shut my business down, mm -hmm. I, I questioned a lot. I was like, God, <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is not the dream you showed me. You know, you showed mm -hmm. me that my business was going to be prosperous, but what is happening here, you know? So there were moments like that where I, I felt weak too. I didn't feel motivated to, to do that which God had called me to do because of the setback I received. But God is merciful. <laughs> you know, when he's called us to purpose, he doesn't leave us alone. Mm -hmm. He gives us the strength again through people. That's why I keep um, insisting on the fact that don't do life alone. You need people in your life. Not just people, you need godly people. You need people yes. that can pray with you. You need people that can, can fight that uh, spiritual battle with you. You need people that you can call and say, you know what, I need prayers right now. Let's join hands and pray. Because the battle we are waging, like the Bible says, is not against flesh and blood. Mm -hmm. So you have, to be, you have to know that it's not going to be an easy ride. It's not easy for me. Every day I get up, I ask myself questions too. But I remain encouraged that this is what God has called me to do and he will never leave nor abandon me. I remain encouraged with the fact that he loves me just as he loves all of us. And that's sufficient to, be, to keep fighting while we pursue our purpose. Yes, yes. And that love is everlasting. We haven't earned it. We don't deserve it. But he yes. is always pouring it out. I'm so grateful for the love of God. Yes. Wow. Now, we talked about your business and, you know, fulfilling destiny and purpose and such. But we haven't talked much about your book. How do I discover my purpose? 
A Practical Guide to Faith and Finding Happiness in Uncertain Times. Now, from what I hear, because I have ordered it, but I have not read it. <laughs> okay. From what I hear, it is life-changing. It is something you can read and read again, a resource that you can go back to when you do have those weak moments. So tell us, please, just a snippet about your book. Yes, oh, that's a good one. So the book, I wrote the book at the beginning. Well, when was that? I started writing in November, I think November 2029. 20, and uh, because I felt like I needed to put my story out there. Not any story, but the story of how I discovered purpose, the story how I moved from a place of not being unfulfilled, a place of asking myself questions. What what are my gifts? What are the talents that the Lord has entrusted me with? What does he want me to do with those talents? So I felt the need to put the, um, that in a story, in a book. Not only my own story, but also the stories of many other people that have gone through challenging um, moments in life, but have been able to step forward and pursue their purpose. So I wasn't really putting too much effort in the book in the beginning because I was busy with other things. But then when the pandemic hit and my business shut down, I was now able to focus 100% on the book. It was very tough to be able to write those words down, especially when we're going through a pandemic, because mm. you're asking yourself questions. Are we going to get out of this? Uh, does it make sense to encourage people to pursue their purpose when they don't know how and when this pandemic is going to end? But I felt encouraged by the Lord letting me know that I needed to share this because I needed to encourage other people. That even in the midst of difficulties, even in the midst of challenges, that you still have a purpose to fulfill. Your yes. purpose is not just in moments of ease. It's not just in moments where of health, of financial prosperity, of uh, whatever it is. Your purpose is also fulfilled in moments of difficulties. So no matter where you are in life, what point, in, what season you are in life, you still have a purpose to fulfill. Because ultimately, your purpose is about not only giving glory to God, but it's also about touching the lives of the people around you. Be it through a book, through a podcast, through a song, through a ministry, through a business, whatever it is. Your purpose ultimately is about serving others. It's about helping others. It's about encouraging others. It's about bringing joy to others. And you can do that no matter what season in life you are. You can be in a moment of prosperity, but you're still fulfilling purpose in somebody's life. You can be in a moment of hurt. You're hurt can be uh, used as a tool to encourage somebody else. Your hurt can be used to, to help someone else live a better life. So always look at it in, in the sense of my life doesn't belong to me any longer. It belongs mm -hmm. to God, you know, and it also belongs to others because I'm here to serve others because in serving others in whatever capacity it is, I am getting fulfilled. Because like you said, it's not only about us. It's not me, myself, and I all the time. The world wants us to believe that it's all about you. But that's not what it is. That's not what the Bible tells us. That's not what God wants us to do. Our life is about him and our life is about others. Mm -hmm. 
And those that um, oftentimes miss that point, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, me, 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 all about me, mm-hmm. look at me. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. see them with all the all the titles, all the money, all mm-hmm. the fame, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're the ones committing suicide. They're yes. the ones with mental yes. health issues. They're the mm-hmm. ones. So mm-hmm. the answer is mm-hmm. not those things. No. The answer no. is inside of you, and truly helping mm-hmm. others ultimately helps you. Because yes. you're helping them meet a need, and then you're mm-hmm. getting that fulfillment back. Yes. I absolutely love how you brought it full yes. circle, even mm-hmm. in a pandemic. Even in a pandemic, yes. Yes, yes. So, you know, you're doing a lot, Christine. You've <laughs> done a lot, and you're doing a lot. So what do you want others to gain from your work? Let's just say, you know, 100 years down the road, someone mm-hmm. was to find your name what is the mm-hmm. legacy you would like attached to it oh my goodness that's is a, that's a good one that's a good one i would like it to be you know a story about resilience mm-hmm. because you know i have been through a lot of challenges in my you know in my life and there are certain times that I felt I was going to go under because of the challenges. Mm-hmm. But by God's grace, he kept pulling me up. You know, he kept lifting me up. And that's why I find so much joy encouraging other people that are in similar situations, whatever it is that they're going through. I find so much joy encouraging them to, to keep fighting, to keep believing and to keep moving forward. So if someone a hundred years from now were to come upon my story, I, I would like it to be a story of resilience that they'll be able to read the book, look at what I've done and where I've been and be encouraged that, you know what, I too can even be way more. I too don't have to let the situation overwhelm me. I can pursue my purpose in whatever season I'm in. It's just an encouragement. And I think mm-hmm. sometimes we, we don't always have those encouragements, you know. Sometimes we we lack those uh, voices, those people in our lives to tell us that it's going to be okay, to tell us that, you know what, if it didn't work today, it's going to work tomorrow. Don't mm-hmm. give up. Don't give the faith. That That's lacking in some of our lives, you know. So I just... I just long to be that encouragement in, in in people's lives, especially in people in my community, in my family. I just want to be that person that encourages others. And that's why I share the stories. The stories might not be... Um, there were stories out there, obviously. <laughs> you know, Because in my book, I, I shared some personal stories and I had people come to me sharing stories that were way worse than what had been true. You know, but they were blessed mm-hmm. by the fact that I was bold enough to share my own story. Yes. And I felt encouraged when they were sharing their own story. I was listening to their story as if I didn't have similar experience. And that's the beauty of sharing our stories is mm-hmm. to encourage the other person who might be feeling lost to know that you are not alone in whatever it is you're going through you're not alone you can step out of that situation and be a better version of yourself absolutely and you know we all need cheerleaders you know we think of it as oh at the game for the players Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. we're playing Mm -hmm. or living Mm -hmm. the game Mm -hmm. of life 
we do yes, need we two are. leaders. I believe yes, that somewhere in mm -hmm. the scripture, it doesn't mm -hmm. really state it in that way, but mm -hmm. it says that you're to be together. We're to gather yes. together. I think mm -hmm. it says something like, forsake mm -hmm. not the assembling of. Yes, yes. And, you know, mm -hmm. many times we think, oh, that means go to church. Not saying mm -hmm. that it mm -hmm. doesn't. But mm -hmm. even outside, we are not meant to be alone. Alone. That is it. That is it, it. is all about community. And I love the it fact is. that even though you are originally from Central Africa, you came mm -hmm. over to the United States and you're making mm -hmm. a difference here in your community, in Dolphin County, in mm -hmm. Camp Hill. Amazing. Amazing. Mm -hmm. That to me is inspirational. You know, I'm Thank you. I'm right here. What am I doing? Mm. Because you come from way and yet, you know, you're helping us. There's so many of us. And mm. that is such an encouragement. Tell us, please, mm. what can we expect next? You're doing so much. My goodness, what's next on the list for you? Oh. <laughs> well, that's a good one. I mean, obviously, writing more books. Mm -hmm. And uh, also working with a nonprofit, we have applied for a couple of grants to empower women, especially uh, immigrant and refugee women, to empower them through you no know, financial education, financial empowerment, all of that stuff. You know, most of the time people don't realize the difficulties that refugees and immigrants experience when they come into the American society. There's a lot of things that they don't understand, especially in terms of financial uh, empowerment, financial literacy. Mm -hmm. A lot of those things they don't understand. And they make some decisions that haunt them five, ten years down the line because nobody was really there to explain to them that this is how the credit system works. This is how you save. This is how the banking system works and all the stuff. So mm -hmm. hopefully, I'm hoping that we'll be able to, as a nonprofit, work towards that with the grants that we'll hopefully be getting. We'll be able to help others to have it, to start right. Let me just put it that way. To mm -hmm. be able to start right in this new environment, this new society. So those are the main things I'll be working on. Then I'm running for municipal election, <laughs> municipal <Yes>. office. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, I don't know how that's going to look like in November, but yes, that's what we're doing. <laughs> we could use somebody like you. That is not a laughing oh manner. Matter, absolutely. We could I use mean, it all started, it wasn't like I had, you know, I, let me backtrack here. Some people say, well, Christine, you planned this. You, you wrote the book, the book was out. Then a, a couple of months later, you announcing you're running for municipal office. That was a good plan. And I'm like, I didn't plan any of those. I said, I didn't plan it. The, God's the, the, plan. Yeah, I, God's plan. I said the election, it was just from the desire to serve. I was home one day, set, they sent out an email, or no, a text message do you want to run for office? I was like, oh, okay. What do you, what what offices are out there? <laughs> so they came with a list. I look at it. I said, okay, I think I think I can do this. I think I can serve. I think I can serve my community. There's nothing wrong with that. So I, I went in and <laughs> here we are. 
so but that's the thing about the uh, purpose you know it's not really like specific it's a uh, when you find what your purpose is like i said mine is to serve others it's to encourage others god now can use it in any capacity Mm-hmm. He can use you on the business front, serving others. He can use you in a ministry, in church, in a non-profit, serving others. He can use you as an author, as a YouTuber, whatever it is. He can use you in different capacities. The business, the non-profit, the books, all those things are just tools. Truly. The real purpose there is serving, encouraging others. So sometimes let's not get fixated on the tools. Mm-hmm. But ask yourself that, okay, when you find out what that purpose is, be flexible for God to use you in any capacity. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And, you know, um, I heard about the palm tree. They had taught mm-hmm. us about the palm tree way mm-hmm. back when I was in school. And you understand mm-hmm. the palm tree bends because it's usually in mm-hmm. hurricane places. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it will mm-hmm. bend all the way, almost flat, like it's going to break. But it mm-hmm. pops right back up, right? Mm-hmm. And then it lives mm-hmm. to the next hurricane. But, you know, there those you other go. trees that are rigid, you know, the mm-hmm. oak or whatever, mm-hmm. you're, those there the pine, those are the mm-hmm. ones you see broken. And so yes. we have to learn to be like that pine tree. Definitely. I so yes. appreciate your transparency. Yes. You know, I totally agree that our mm-hmm. purpose isn't for us. It's mm-hmm. all in helping each other, Others. serving yes. our community. Yes. And that's yes. where true joy lies. Yes. Yes. And when we step out to do that, God, God helps us. He does. He does. Amazing. He does. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And you've proven it. And you continue to prove it. Amazing yeah. woman of God. Now, wow. how can the audience connect with you? Um, Facebook, under Christine Titi, just like my name. Yes, the ITIH. You can send mm-hmm. a message. I, I respond as quickly as I can. Okay. Sounds good. And for those that... Um, are looking for your book where can they find it okay they can find it on amazon or on spearsmedia.com so spears s-p-e-a-r-s media.com or on amazon wonderful and for all of you that are listening don't just get the book from one author talking about another write a review let others know how (laughs) it has changed you because that helps the author more than purchasing the book exactly exactly i mean i had at the beginning i had a couple of friends that were buying the book and i was like don't just buy it and you know read it and give me feedback they're like well christine we don't want to give no i said no give me a feedback if I wrote something that, okay, didn't make sense. Let me know. Because mm-hmm. we are all in this. We are all growing. You know, yes. we, we haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> you know, just because I wrote a book doesn't mean I know it all about purpose. Just because right. I'm talking on this podcast doesn't mean I know it all. I do not. So if someone comes and sincerely gives a, a positive critic and says, you know what, Christine, you should have written it this way you should have said it this way or this is my opinion as a matured christian i have to accept it and say okay this is this is an opportunity to do better because if 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 no one gives that then we keep thinking that we are we are doing the right thing 
and then we don't grow. Mm-hmm. When we don't grow, we become stagnant. <laughs> you know that? Yeah, we become stagnant. We can't really fulfill purpose if we are not in the mindset of growth. And mm-hmm. growth means that you have to keep developing yourself. Grow mm-hmm. and be flexible. And be flexible. <laughs> Absolutely. Go. Got it. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, Christine, it has been a pleasure. Thank so glad you. to have you on Purifying Truths. Yes, ma'am. I just enjoyed the talk. That was very powerful. I really pray that people, whoever's listening to this, will be blessed and be Mm -hmm. encouraged to fulfill their purpose. Indeed, indeed. And we're going to work on flexibility and growth. And growth. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Thank you for tuning in to Purifying Truths with A-Star. Tune in every Saturday at 9 a.m. for exciting new guests who illuminate the world in the various facets of life. Connect with A-Star on Facebook and Instagram at Facets of A-Star. Visit the website at facetsofastar.com.